Because, guess what? What? Did you know, did you know that This Is Movies, a podcast about the act of cinema, with me today is you? Yeah. I, how are you feeling about that, Hans? You look rather uh, glistening. You look like the toxic woman. Have you ever heard about the toxic woman? Well, your ex? <laughs> oh, yeah. very TJ Miller style joke. Yeah. My ex-wife? Yes, uh, yeah. Toxic woman? Yeah, I've dated a few kitty girls in my day. <laughs> uh, toxic woman, Gloria Ramirez. She was injecting something into her into her bloodstream because she had cervical cancer. Was very desperate, and then when they, uh, you know, uh, tried to operate on her, you know, they they cut her open. And everybody just started fainting in the emergency room. The doc, 23 pa- people got ill. Oh, Someone got hepatitis because she just stunk. I'm, I'm the same, but I don't have to die. I just fart. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's a bizarre thing to have happen. Yeah. So, hey, we got Jerry back on the show tonight. Jerry, how are you doing? Doing well. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. This is a musical-themed episode we're doing today. Everybody knows Jerry loves a good musical. What's your I favorite musical, musical, Jerry? Uh... Well, we watched it, fucking uh, Lords of Darkness or whatever. The uh, Lords of Chaos. Lords of Chaos. Yeah, that was my favorite musical. That's a pretty good one. Any musical that features the musical stylings of uh, Varg Vickerness is pretty good. Sound yeah, well, no, so. well, they couldn't get Varg Vickerness, right? Because right. The, uh, there might, may or may not have been people uh, loosely related to a specific religion that he was just like, not touching my music. Well, they cast a a Hasid as his as him, <laughs> a very chubby Hasidic boy. Listen, it's we shouldn't we shouldn't talk like too much about why Mark Records gets mad about stuff because I'm also on record of like talking very highly of him in different ways. So I don't want people to like confuse things, you know. Of course, well, you got to separate the art from the artist, which is right. uh, much much like the Foo Fighters here, apparently. You know, hey, uh, how fucking timely is that? What did I think seriously. we planned to, to do this before that dude yeah. died? I'm, I'm like, yeah, like Can literally, yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. And he's, pretty good. he's kind of uh, like a main, I mean, look, it's just the band, really, but he's kind of like one of the main supporting guys, one of the top three, right? Doesn't he get decapitated yeah. last or something? Yeah, it's they ha- they all have hella lines. I'm not to get like kind of ahead of ourselves or whatever, but you think of uh. A band in a movie or a movie about the actual band you would expect like dave grohl and that dude fucking hawkins or whatever to have like the front they're the guys that you know from the foo fighters but they have like that dude pat i don't know who the fuck pat is but hey pat. Uh, pat pat is a guy that used to play he used to be like a tour gu- guitarist for them back in the day he used to play in punk bands and they just added it to the band as a third guitarist, completely unnecessary. He's just a friend of the band, so I guess, mm. I guess so. Just just so that Dave Grohl doesn't have to play guitar that well, I guess. So he has that backing of that guy. But what yeah, do you he's mean? Just like a you, buddy. Know, you make a good point. I've uh, I recently like got back into guitar, and when you look through some like Foo Fighters uh, tabs, it's not it's not like the most revolutionary like yeah. fucking like crazy mm. shit. Some of it's like really fucking kind of easy and some of it yeah. is just actually just a scale like legitimately a like lesson he just plays it a little weird and people are like fuck yes dude like yeah. everlog is really just some power chords yeah, i like yeah. dave Grohl. i'm not gonna talk like a whole bunch of shit on the foo fighters it's just like 
they are kind of dumb easy. Well, it's it's do you think he felt anything about Kurt Cobain's death? Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. It, like it that duh. I'm, I'm not gonna get into it, but like it, it seems very apparent to me that the early, early versions of Foo Fighters, like early songs and stuff, are like uh, grieving, right? Like right. the dude himself being like, I, I have to do this thing. Like I'm on like a personal quest or whatever. He's talked about it before about like a big part of why the Foo Fighters exists is because like he was so directly impacted by like his closest friend blowing his brains out. Or My thinking is, you know, murdered. if it really did matter to him, you know, why wasn't there a, in memory of Kurt Cobain at the end of this movie? At the end of this film, he's like, <laughs> yeah. I make this film where I murder all of my fucking bandmates. And at the end, it's like rip in loving memory of old Kurt. He could have done a recreation where he dies in the same exact way as Kurt, and that's how they end the movie. It could have been a but loving that, tribute. That was something I was thinking the whole time. Like, uh, does Dave Grohl in a horror film do like a, a shotgun death, right? Mm-hmm. Is, it, is there a shotgun to the face style fucking death that's going to be in this film? Like, obviously there wasn't. Like, that's kind of a boring death, right? But. It would have been it would have been interesting in the meta of thinking like didn't this dude's like fucking homie blow his brains out and shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He also well, always says that he wasn't that great of a drummer, so I guess when that happened, he was probably like, "Oh fuck, fuck!" And <laughs> his band is huge. Even I'm not, I'm not even that great at this. And I, yeah. I, I literally have to start a band, but can't really be the drummer and start a band. It doesn't make sense. We're not. I'm not the monkeys. What is the best band-related movie that there's been? With the um, band in it. Oh. Not like uh, a biopic. Well, th- I mean, I think this was... this was Like, I mean, obviously we'll say our opinions later on, but this was, like, pretty good yeah. for... Uh, for nine people who not, don't know how to act yeah, at all. Not actors. <laughs> yeah. Not actors, like, almost making their own film. Uh, I think that this was this is This is probably the best-case scenario you can get from a band where... You know they're not they're not trying to give like a real performance because it's kind of goofy and it's kind of on theme. Yeah. Uh, so so them just playing like an elevated version of themselves in a very exaggerated, ridiculous way, I think works really well uh, in this this one. And I don't think they usually do that when when bands or when they make a movie about a band. What's or another with them? What's another like whole band that's been in a movie? Like I mean Snoop Dogg um, and fucking Hard Day's Night. <laughs> A hard day's night. A hard day's night. Well, the Beatles had a couple. The Beatles had what? Does Yellow Submarine even count if that's an animated one? Do the Beatles count though? Like they were just kind of like doing stuff, right? They're just there, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I guess they count. I guess they count. Mm. It's kind of it's like it's in its own casting genre, right? Like, what about you know? There's a Beatles movie where it's all Beatles themed and. I think it's titled after a Beatles song, but it stars the Bee Gees. Whoa! What? Yeah, they suck. couldn't they couldn't get the Beatles, but they could get that the, suck. They the could right get the Bee Gees. The shit. They could get a uh, band that starts with the B. So they were like, "Fuck it, we're doing the Beatles, but we're getting the Bee Gees." We tried for the Mighty Mighty Boston's, <laughs> but they're way down the list. What about what about Kiss and the Phantom? Of the oh, that's right. I <laughs> forgot Kiss was in a film. 
well, there was also Trick or Treat. Now, you got confused. You got a little worried that you might have picked the wrong Studio 666. Uh, Gene Simmons did Trick or Treat back in the 80s, frequently confused with the Trick or Treat by, what's his name, Mark Doherty? Hans, yeah, yeah. specialist here. Matthew? Isn't it Matthew? Matthew, Matthew uh, uh, Poole, I think his name, something along those lines. Uh, a lot of people. My, Michael Doherty. Michael yeah. Doherty. That's what yeah. I said. You shouldn't have corrected That's me. That's dead right, yeah. <laughs> My bad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's the director of uh, Krampus and Krampus. Um, Godzilla King of Monsters and Trick or Treat movie. Two, I guess. That's uh, never happening. Yeah, that's happening that's when a, Spawn Two comes out. That's a that's a note on like directors, and we were talking about Lords of Chaos before, and like the dude that made that mostly made music videos. This dude's entire career has been he's like a focus puller and camera guy. Mm. Other than doing uh, a Slayer film, which is like a documentary, and then um, I think a movie called Hatchet 3. Almost ah, everything else yes. that he's uh, ever yeah. done. We watched Hatchet some of the, the filmography of the director. Well, not the producer of the Hatchet films. It's Adam Green. We watched Chillerama, if you remember that, when we were doing uh, MSL back in March 2020. That was well, uh, the anthology where there was a giant like sperm or something that was killing the city and eric roberts showed up but didn't want to get his hair yeah. wet so they mm-hmm. substituted him out with a body double when they, the sperm came down on the, the town i don't know he didn't want to get come done yeah mm-hmm. so that, that that's like kind of interesting that this dude mostly other than directing fucking a handful of music videos he's just been a camera operator and the film that he think- directs is like with the whole of the foo fighters do you think Eric Roberts would have said yes if the cum was made of alcohol? <laughs> <laughs> it's rubbing alcohol, Eric. It's fine. You can drink it. Uh, yeah, I, I I was trying to think. I, I didn't Google it, but um, I really liked this more than I thought I would. I hated the trailer. Wow, that trailer tra- was really bad. L- listen, I, I have probably a more critical opinion of this movie than mm. either of you guys, but I will say that the trailer did not do the movie justice at all because I thought that was like a Super yeah. Bowl trailer at first. Right. And then it just kept going. I was like, what is this? I don't understand. Yeah. Uh, it didn't look like they color corrected the trailer at all. The final look of the film is is good enough. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's not the same thing as what I saw on YouTube. Um, but yeah, that, that trailer was... I don't want to say it was misleading because it kind of gave you the entire vibe of the movie, but I guess the competency or the level yeah. of competency involved and the, the, you know, entertaining level of it uh, right. was not met, was not matched to that. It looked like one of those fake shows that we talk about all the time that are on Apple mm-hmm. TV or whatever. Yeah. just like, that's yeah. not real. That's not like, real. That's, that's not actually yeah. on. Yeah. yeah. That's just a, yeah. Yeah. They just start, like, like that movie that they did on, on Netflix with a uh, wonder woman and, and, uh, the guy from uh, Ryan Reynolds and the other guy is just like, that's not, that's, that's a not fake really trailer. On. That's not no, a real movie. No, dude, I read something. Mm. I, I, came, I, came, I came up with this in, uh, in fucking uh, no pixel was like, I had this idea where my friends and I had this idea where we would make snippets of shows that we wanted to make more of. And then we would put that in the stuff that we ran like as ads so that you would see the middle, like two minutes of an episode. that's like episode five, season three of a show that doesn't exist. And if you were like, oh, I like that. What the fuck is that? We were like, we'll fucking make it now. And that's what HBO Max has been doing for months, dude. Mm-hmm. Those shows don't exist. They wait till someone goes, how do I find The Expanse? And they go, okay, quick, make The Expanse. <laughs> make that show now. The, well, this movie, 
Studio 666. Apparently, the, the origin of this is not all that dissimilar from what you were just talking about, where it was like, they're talking about, yeah, we, we're going to do this project. We got this project. And uh, it's not really a movie. It's just going to be a little featurette or something. And then someone was like, I like the idea of that. That sounds good. Why don't you, why, what, so is this a movie or what? And when it wasn't a movie, he said, well, I'll pay for it to be a movie. If you just want to extend it by 90 minutes, I'll, I'll pay millions of dollars for that. And that's what they did. They just went along with that plan and it turned into a feature film, which somehow got released in theaters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want to feels... watch it right now? You got to spend 20 bucks to see it. I want that deal. I want you that release... deal, Amazon. They released, the, they released the album too, and it's pretty, pretty good. I, yeah, I was listening to it earlier. What are you today. a fan now? You now you just know, converted you. you I've always, I've always, no, you've always never been mentioned a, them. Dude, who hates the Foo Fighters? Who hates I the have, Foo Fighters? I have CDs of like. Uh, there's always. Why don't you go get those CDs? Who the fuck Hans? hates the Foo Fighters? This isn't. This is like hot take from Hans. This is normal take to the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, we all like the Foo Fighters. I was really into like the first what five albums, four albums, something yeah. like that. I. Dripped off when Why once don't you became, name like, each one of the older men? Oh Why don't God. you tell me who has the biggest dick in the band? Can you name all the members of the Foo Fighters, Hans? <laughs> since you're such a big fan. Yeah, you have the album, the Foo yeah. Fighters album, and you have the one that's called the We're, we're Ready to Foo Fight, and then the uh, one that says uh, We're Kung Fu Fighting, so Foo okay. F-O-O. Yeah. Because, because of the contribution of uh, John Carpenter, I'm very, I'm leaning into the belief that there might be some inspiration from a 1991 book called Shock Rock. It's like an anthological horror story uh, about people that go to a hotel, and the hotel is like Stephen King's one of the writers. Fucking, I think I have the thing with it. Hold on. Yeah, like Graham Masterson, like some really good fucking horror writers or whatever. Uh, they write these short stories, but all the characters outside of like the innocent people that get fucked are all. Uh, rock and roll celebrities right so like jim morrison is like a ghost that's there and fucks with people and that's what like that's the thing the vibe very early on whenever fucking dave Grohl's getting met by like the seven ghosts of fucking rock and roll right. past or whatever like fucking lionel richie showing up and be like that's my song that was a fucking hilarious bit, Funny. mind you. That was a Terry King. Terry bit. King from Slayer. Yeah, was dude, that Kerry guy King was very good burnt. too. Yeah, yeah. Krug, I loved him in it. And so then he showed, I was like, "Oh fuck yeah, Kerry King!" And then he was actually he had lines. I liked yeah. uh, that first scene of Dave Grohl like setting up the drum and hitting it, and Kerry King's just standing there square, like he's not annoyed at how tedious and dumb this is. Like he's like, "I'm yeah. the fucking roadie." Like. <laughs> Actual legendary guitarist. Just... Also, I, I love that John Carpenter looked like just like a homeless just like man, just yeah. like a <laughs> disheveled beard, like a shitty. No, like, he can't make him at all. He just showed no, up. No, it's just like I'm here. Yeah. He can't be fucked. And then his actual real life boyfriend or whatever, like drove him away in their actual car, like his twink boy toy. And he's like, "All right, see you later." I'm. He, I think his line was, "Okay, thanks for having me on the movie." And then he like drives off. <laughs> Something just he's done. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry's like his lover, his young lover. <laughs> I didn't understand why he needed this like this like twenty eight year old man to like drive the fucking El Camino away, or it's actually a ranchero. But I don't like why he needed that like driver to drive the car. It was so weird. I expected them to kiss beforehand. I really enjoyed how Dave Grohl was pretty much playing playing uh, Bruce Campbell throughout the whole movie. Where 
every time anything scary would happen, he would completely overreact and just, ah, just like all the way, just completely ridiculous mm. comic mm-hmm. acting. And then like the, the brooding kind of like evil part of him, it felt very Bruce Campbell-ish. Like, uh, I got Scooby-Doo vibes every single time they did like a quick zoom in on, <laughs> on his expression or something. See, I, I couldn't tell if it was supposed to be an Evil Dead reference when they would do because they would do those classic push-ins, right? Whenever they well, would do all the deaths didn't all the deaths had something to do. So I wrote them down. Uh, uh, some of them you have a chainsaw, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You have oh, the yeah. the um, what do you call those when you you're cutting uh, bushes? Shears, shears, yeah, from the yeah. burning, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and and then you have the knife from Halloween. That was another death. Mm-hmm. I feel like the symbol um, death is one. From something know, already, or maybe uh, I'm thinking of like a mouth mm. cut. But that was a good. I'm, all all yeah. the kills were fucking good as hell. The thought. biggest yeah. thing, the biggest thing I, I put in this movie's favor is I was impressed with all the gore that was mm-hmm. in the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some all shots of it, of, though. Not, Even well, when there's, he there's was being electrocuted, yeah, wow. No, the electrocution <laughs> was funny though. Yeah. Like that's because yeah. the, they have two tones to the film. Like that. Uh, obviously, we'll get to more criticism later. But that was a criticism I have was that. Early on, I'm like, okay, it is Scooby Doo funny, right? There are there, maybe it's going to be a series of unfortunate events, right? And like the crew dies off that way. It just the lore is somebody did a murder, but then they change the tone to just like, no demons, devil, bad guy, and then like twist, 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 another yeah. twist. Another it doesn't want to commit to one or the other. It kind of it starts to take itself uh, pretty seriously and wants to play it up as like a straight up horror when you're essentially given kind of a who cares parody at the beginning. And it jumps between these two tones throughout the film, and it makes it feel a little inconsistent. Well, at first, I feel like they use the band a lot more than later. Like, the film becomes Zabe Grohl's film, but at the beginning, there's a lot of jokes in between the members of the band that don't really say anything afterwards. Right. There's one guy that's just like, he's the guy that fucks everyone, the guy with the beard. Mm-hmm. A guitar guy and and then it's like your grandma and like you would you know the joke was like he like, fucked her or whatever but then like we focus on Dave Grohl's story so that that kind of it, it kind of loses a little bit of of what makes it funny at the beginning I guess but I, I guess you have to focus it on something because uh in the middle of it I was kind of like I don't know where this is going like I knew that the story was about them uh recording in a haunted home or a haunted old house which is like an old uh trope really but mm-hmm. i didn't really know where it was going and then once they started turning they grow into this killer i was kind of like all right well this is yeah it works in like a very bruce campbelly way to me i'm gonna keep saying that <laughs> i mean i'm I, I like at 40 minutes i checked to see how long there was and saw there was like 50 minutes left or whatever on <laughs> yeah i mean oh, well, let's get let's get into the criticism here now hans okay. i saw Whitney that Cummings. on, on letter <laughs> <laughs> criticism Whitney Cummings, the number one. why is there why is she the hot the supposedly hot neighbor i and it, it's very it, jarring they, they need the, it's like that thing where like they need a plot device where someone shows up to like or they need someone to show up to like do the exposition of yeah. This, there's an ancient book and your dick is gonna get cut off if you fuck the dog or whatever the fuck the storyline was or whatever but like she doesn't even really do that she just shows up yeah. with the lemon bites and then later on they're like oh we had a doily and the doily told us stuff from that and yeah. she's horny now she's super horny all this stuff is happening and she knows 
the bad stuff, but she's just so horny, and this dude's just so horny. They gotta fuck right now, dude. They gotta well, the fuck. Key, the, the keyboard guy that just joined the band like a year ago or whatever. Like <laughs> yeah, no one knows. Like, who the fuck is this Arab guy? <laughs> who is this? I've never like, seen this guy before. Yeah. I liked a bunch and, of the jokes that they had with that dude, yeah. though. Like, whenever he was horny and he's just laying out in the Speedo and Dave Grohl comes in, he goes, are those, are those mine? And instead of it being like, no or anything else, like, he's like, are those mine? He goes, yeah, I borrowed them. And he just like walks out, like, yeah, okay, whatever. Just get yeah. to the fucking thing. I thought that was funny as fuck. They're, like, there's a lot dude. of there's a lot of really funny just like lines that go nowhere that are just that I'm wondering if they just came up with them at, on the spot, you know? Because there's there's one scene where and I wrote it down. I, I don't I don't even remember what happened. I should have fucking wrote the the. Uh, well, notes. you you look at that. One of the actors, well, one of the actors, one of the band members in this film said, "Yeah, I'm not reading any lines. Whatever I say, I'm just going to oh. say that repeatedly per take. So okay, that's how it's going to go. So there's yes, one scene where there's one scene where Dave Grohl goes, "Thanks, Chris, you fucking asshole," and just <laughs> yell that. Yeah, and that yeah. just that was so funny. I, like yeah. I um. I wasn't expecting it to be or, or like to not take itself seriously at all because I feel like a lot a lot of it felt very much like an 80s B movie where mm. where it's like we're, we're presenting this uh, demon story but no one is afraid of the actual demon and everyone's just acting kind of like goofy and like out there uh, I, I think that's that's why I enjoyed it so much because I wasn't I was expecting them to do kind of like a tenacious D type of thing where it's like uh yeah, there's the devil and there's there's other supernatural elements. Yeah, but they're still like the two goofy fat guys, right? Uh-huh. Uh, but then it, here, um, uh, it started as like a like a, a comedy, and and then uh, as soon as the gore started, and as soon as like the horror elements crept in, uh, I I really wasn't expecting it to to laugh as much as I did, and I'm willing to acknowledge really. Um, but but I think the fact that they it looked like they were having so much fun making it kind of took me back to us making shit, and I was like, all right, well, I'm I'm just enjoying it for the fact that it looks like they're having a lot of fun making this sure. silly shit, you know. <clears throat> well, there's that aspect of like uh like like we're saying uh, Whitney Cummings, uh, fucking Will Forte. Uh, oh yeah, uh, Will Forte's in this. Oh, I forgot right. about him showing up for it. Like, is there just is there the film? is there anyone? in Hollywood right now better at playing that weirdo fucking annoying obsessive character than Will Forte because every time no, he pulls great. it out I'm like I'm like well he's playing that character but he's always so good <laughs> he's at it so and he's like yeah. yeah I really like that he was decapitated and like disemboweled and fucking crucified up against that tree and they look over and like hey it's that delivery guy and they like know his name and shit I'm like yeah. I don't even fucking know that I'm paying attention to this because I'm doing a podcast about it I don't know what the fuck's going on they're like it's the guy yeah, they oh, yeah. the ranch. you can <laughs> tell so... from his yeah a bunch of ranch sitting around <laughs> oh it must be the delivery guy there's fucking ranch cups well, you have the Jeff Garland, too. He showed up for a couple yeah. of minutes. Man, yeah. Jeff Garland is so lucky. This came out after his Me Too. So yeah. now pe- that's how it works. If you get Me Too'd and you have projects in development and they don't CG you out, you have a shot at coming back because people will just forget. They'll go, oh, it's Jeff Garland. Well, he was just in that movie that came They don't think it shot two years ago. That's yeah. how Ryan Seacrest got off the hook because New Year's Eve was still coming out. Uh, a couple of other people. Army, he's fucked. He's done. What did Ryan Seacrest do? 
he was uh, raping hairdressers or something. I don't know. He got accused of assaulting his makeup lady. I think he planted his own me too, so people would believe he's straight. <laughs> I mean, whatever you got to do, maybe. Yeah. I don't um, know. Wait, hey, just in case people don't believe that's an actual thing, when the author Tao Lin got Me Too, before Me Too was a thing, back in like 2015 or so, and it happened to a couple of other authors, there was a guy who came forward and said, look, I'm, I'm just going gonna, gonna to admit it right now. I've done some rapes. I did a couple of rapes. I'm not proud of it. Please add me to the Why? Wikipedia page on this card. Some rapes. I apologize. I he like, didn't say who. He said, on. there have been occurrences where I consider myself a rapist. So please include me with this group getting headlines now. Listen, I would like my Wikipedia page to say that I am sorry (laughs) that I acknowledged the fact that my dick was going crazy. (laughs) Did um... you guys hear about the string of sexual assaults I've been committing in Los Angeles over the last five years? I gotta tell you about it. It's fucking wild (laughs) stuff, dude. It's wild (laughs) stuff, dog. I really, I should not be in TV. I should not be in film. I'm truly sorry but let me tell you, that was a wild time. Look, I, <laughs> Listen. I'm so straight. I did a bunch of rapes on women, dude. You don't even Christmas, know. Christmas, have you ever woken up with a candy cane in your dick hole? Listen. Wow. Hollywood. We're <laughs> <laughs> yeah. saving the culture, baby. Hey, you know, speaking of rapes in Hollywood, it is Oscar night. Oh, it is segue. the night of stars, right? Now that's so- a segue. That's Zach I Snyder. mean, this is an exciting time. Snyder. Zack Snyder is now technically kind of not really, but it kind of is. Yeah. He won an Oscar. He won a category tonight. What was it? The most cheerable moment. What a wholesome sounding <laughs> Whatever category. Whatever that is. Uh, when the Flash fucking... ran real fast, that was the winner tonight uh, for Justice. Zack Snyder's Justice League specifically. I'm Congratulations, like, Zack. I'm excited about the Oscars becoming the MTV Movie Awards. Like, I'm really looking forward to that change of just... Oh, yeah. you know, We need ratings, so hey, how about Best Kiss? I forgot the MTV <laughs> Movie Awards existed. That's insane, yeah. dude. So, like, the next year's fucking Academy Awards will be, like, coolest jacket. And it'll be like, well, we just picked from the last 10 years, and four of the like the nominees are just Ryan Gosling. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's uh, Tom most Hardy in- and Ryan Gosling, coolest jacket. It, it's most inclusive movie, the one about deaf people, and that's it. This is all categories. Most, no most left-handed actors, yeah, best deaf, best deaf <laughs> mute, best trans person or person that looks like a trans person. Well, that's like, the next category. Best movie that I didn't want to jack off to. And everybody in the stands is like, wait, what? And there's just one guy at the prompter being like, hey, hey, hey I made this category myself. <laughs> the most regrettable cum of 2022. <laughs> Helen Mirren. <laughs> Not even recent. It's just like on Caligula. Did they announce Best Picture yet? It seemed like uh, they, the biggest category they announced was uh, Best Supporting Actor, and it was The Deaf Kid from CODA, which is not a movie I even uh, heard of until these nominations. So, True. The, we, True. We, we spoke about the it before. Deaf, 
seemed like That's the general consensus weird. was power. The dog's probably going to walk away a big winner. What, was, what do we got, Haas? Wait, hold on. Summer of Soul is a movie about black people that didn't win all of them? Fucking rigged. No, rigged. It's, the, it's the gay cowboy year, part part two. Oh, yeah, they got best was best adapted stream. No, no, they lost best Dakota. Suck. Yes. Uh, bet, what, what is what do we got a best supporting actress? Do we have a best actress? Do we got a best? Oh, no. What? what oh, uh, Chris Rock was slapped by Will Smith. That looks oh, staged to me. Why don't we pull this clip up real quick? <laughs> yeah, pull that up. <laughs> I got a I got a message from Nick Oldershaw being like, did you guys see this? But you can see like Will's like fist is not even close to Chris Rock's face. He like is this threw from a bunch Robbie Wood. Five... From Robbie Robbie yes, Wood from that famous podcast. Robbie he, slapped, he slapped his eyes so everybody could hear him fucking make the punch. Hold on, Chris Rock find... didn't even pantomime a hit that that well at all. He was just like. Anyway, the nominees are. Well, of course, because Will Smith is gay, right? He's like a gay man that they're trying to make everyone believe. Well, it's he's very not a gay man. questionable, right? Okay, Chris here's Rock, the clip. Chris Rock and told him, keep my wife's name out of your. Well, here we go. We don't have any volume at all. Oh, whoops, my bad. Hold it's on. at it's like, <laughs> like one frame per second Hold as on. well. One second. Hold on. Optimize for video. I forgot to turn that on. There you go. All right, let's let's take a look here. Oh, wow. Oh, Richard. What do you think? Actually, you know what? Now that we're playing this, that looked a little more believable to me. Did it? He barely moved. I don't know. I don't think it is. It sucks because we have like a low grain, like kind of far away thing of it. It looks a little mad right there, but is, I mean, yeah. can somebody get up on stage and assault somebody else? Listen, he's got the glassy-eyed. I'm angry. It's not going to be Will Smith. Look, yeah, yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna have that, Will Smith is not the guy. You know, that's not the. But maybe know, that's he, why he did it, Hans. Is because he knows you're going to say that because he ain't the guy because he just spent forty years being cucked by his wife. <laughs> and it's time to fight back <laughs> against little Chris Rock. Yeah, knocking little Chris Rock around. Well, you know, you know, Chris Rock didn't feel anything though because of his facial plastic surgery. That shit. Have you guys seen that Spiral movie? I couldn't make it twenty minutes in because of Spiral. How pointy, how pointy his. Uh, oh, that Spiral. No, his, I haven't seen. His... So, see, I I looked into the other Spiral recently because we were uh, obviously having conversations about bonfire Actually? legend Hyperions. You think it's real? You Jared? think it's real? Actually, yeah, I'm just going frame by frame right here. It actually looks like his fingers are bent back. I'll show you the actual fucking. Yeah, show the share the screen for that the one. You're uh, well, I can't like share the screen. Well, you got to share the screen. Yeah, yeah, you got you got to share the screen, but I can show you guys oh. the the actual right. frame, and then you can share it. Um, hold on, hold on. I found I found the clip where he where who has a little bit of more context of it. Yeah, use use this use this picture right here. Let's see. That's a terrible picture, sir. 
No, it's a great picture. <laughs> no, it's not. It's, it's, a, it's a great it's picture. It's no, exactly. No, no. <laughs> look at look at his look at the it's like his very dominant man stand. <laughs> yeah. look, at, look at the sleeve on his right wrist or whatever, like the white right there, right? That's his like sleeve coming out and his hand, but you can't see like you could just see more of Chris Rock's face. You can't see more of his hand. I like I just went frame by frame. It legit actually does kind of look like his hand might actually catch on his face. I found the like because the very color. the very next frame his like hand comes out. It's fucking wild. He is praying that Will Smith wins. Like please, Lord. Jada, I love you. GI Jane too. Can't wait to see it. All right. Oh, because she's bald. You guys get it? And she's upset by it because she's a miserable cunt that she's cheats on her husband. Play it. <laughs> That was a nice one. Okay. I'm out here. Uh-oh. Wait, hold on. So is that Wait, he was now? laughing and smiling a second ago. He looked so over that, and is... saw, he looked over and saw her not happy and he said, yeah. okay. <laughs> okay. That's, that is one fucking nut up. That is one thousand percent what happened. Uh, he looked at her and yeah. then because because look at her reaction to the joke. Her reaction is like, oh yeah, motherfucker. All right. Like she's rolling her eyes and everything. And he's like, well, <laughs> look how much fun he's having. Right. He looked at his wife and he was like, oh, I guess I'm not supposed you to know what? this. <laughs> so, so, tomorrow, so tomorrow, Black Twitter will be like, look at this queen demanded her, yeah. demanded her key. Because she's like wearing that fucking dress or whatever. So there'll be frames of her doing that face and the lady that played like Cersei fucking Lannister or whatever. And they'll be like them back to back. They'll be like, Oh, fucking ice queens, man. Fucking ice queens. <laughs> okay. I don't know. The slap kind of looks real. At the same time, they're both actors or whatever. Yeah. Like, Will Smith specifically actually a particularly good actor. So, I don't know. I mean, his, Chris Rock is small enough where you think a slap like that, if it was properly hit, would affect him in I any know, way. It's a slap, right? It's a slap. It's just like... Motherfuckers eat fucking punches from big ass dudes like that all the time. This is a fucking slap. I'm on offense. I'm, I'm a little more convinced now that it was legit, but I don't. Wait, why is there no sound? It's, well, it's well, anyway, I just think I just think it's funny. Mouth your I, mouth. I just think that uh, Will Smith pretending to be a man now is pretty funny. <laughs> pretending to be fucking hard. He just spent yeah. like two years just fucking getting memed on and takes it yeah. so goddamn serious. You got that meme of him crying very serious and sad and he's like, well now, mother, mother how dare you? How dare you talk about my wife that's been fucking me for two years? It's, like, it, it, it's like we we literally know just fucking what is allowed for us to know in content for a lot of these people's fucking personal lives or whatever. What we end up finding out usually comes from how they fucking react to shit, right? And Will right. Smith fucking dug his own grave and all of this shit. He kept going on TV and talking about shit. Jada kept going on TV talking about shit. And Chris Rock is a show. fucking comedian. You know what I mean? Wasn't it their show too? Yeah, yeah, like, that's what I mean. Like, he, the, the motherfucker had eyes all over their shit and fucking didn't just edit themselves. Just edit yourself, yeah. right? Just fucking don't, yeah. don't say the thing. Uh, you know what's going to happen. This like fucking which, happens all the time. You know, be, uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, best TV show with a musical artist? Yo, that dog, who the fuck? That's not, that show never was on. I don't think there's a real episode of it. They, it's legit fake. 
by the new one. I don't, who the, the fuck's Bel-Air. ever seen any of yeah. these fucking things? <laughs> it's like I, I went to the torrent website that I go to for TV shows and the whole season of uh um what's the the 80s TV show the fuck we started no, 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 no. Retarding. The, the sh- Corky. No, life I, goes on. No, no, no. Hold on. It wasn't life goes on. It was the oh. other one with Arnold. With uh, what's his name? Arnold. The, the Arnold. fucking little Jewish kid. Uh, what, Wonder Years. Wonder Years. Yes. yes. Yeah. No. There's a Do black you know one they now. They remade yeah, it. Yeah. They they have new Wonder Years or whatever. The whole the one season it? was there. So it was like Wonder Years season that? one. It was like I I that's, not, that's that. real. I did, I did four or five. How many seeds did it have? How many seeds did it have though? They have like two two fucking people seeding it. I bowed out of that show. Mining. It's supposed to be 1960s in the South, yeah. right? And his mom, his he finds a porn collection. Turns out to be his mom's porn collection, and then she sits him down and talks to him about how it's okay to masturbate to lesbian porn. And I was like, "Get the fuck out of here!" Yeah, I mean, 1960s. come on. I, I, I a black was that. woman in the 60s being a lesbian. Come on. Come on. Listen. No, she's a married woman with with a gigantic stack of porn and kinky lesbian porn. And then she's like, it's okay to be sexually healthy and jerk off to this. Right, like, I, yeah, don't like that, I, no, I don't buy it either. I don't. Buy Are you it sure either. that wasn't like a new sensations video that you watched? <laughs> no one knows what that is. Am I the only pervert that knows what new sensations? Is? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I don't know. Jerry, do you know new sensations? I don't have any idea. It sounds yeah. like softcore porn. It sounds like softcore. It looks like a yeah, dark web website you go to, no. huh? <laughs> no, it's like a like a bang buzz type of thing. Oh. But. It's called new sensations. Yeah, that that shit. That one sounds fake. Uh, the Fresh Prince new one sounds like a fake TV show. It's just like, oh, that was a funny trailer we made for this, right? But yeah, I guess I guess they all have real seasons on on streaming websites. Well, th- that's right? what Bel Air was supposed to be. It was supposed to be some fan film, just like how they made that Power Rangers fan film. And then Will Smith took it too seriously and was like, yeah, let's do this for real. Well, well here's the thing. Like, I I. I watch people talk about content all the time, right? Like uh, they're constantly fucking YouTube creators that make uh, uh, videos about the TV show. They're like the most, the TV show they hate, you know, like I saw this thing in this fucking thing that I didn't like, or this thing in this other fucking show that I like. There are streamers that are constantly, you know, or fucking viewers are like, Hey dude, what's your favorite show? And a motherfucker says this, or what's your favorite movie? None of this shit at the Academy Awards is anything I've ever heard anybody talk about. Maybe like two or three things. Like literally none of it exists anywhere. There's no like conversations about it. I don't know anybody being like fucking Coda, dude. I just came out of Coda. That shit was fucking crazy. Bloom, you know films. Like I'll be streaming and people will show up and be like, hey, did you have you ever seen The Nice Guys? And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good film, right? Nobody's ever come to me and been like, oh fuck, bro. You see this fucking new film that just came out and it's like winning an Academy Award. I don't know what the fuck it is. It's fake. Yeah. That's that I mean that that occupies at least seven out of ten of those best picture nominees. You got Dune in there. You got yeah. West Side Story, which no one even saw no that. One they saw. just know the original. Yeah. And what's the other one, huh? What's the other uh like best Ooh, person in the world? Isn't that one with the that worst bitch? person in the world? No, oh, that's, that's people, that only got foreign. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Let Don't look up. up. There you go. Us. That was the okay. Other. Well, I mean, the, the three movies anybody watched fucking over the last year, right? Like as far as like the masses or whatever. Obviously, we all watch different shit, but the average person watched fucking Spider Man, 
fucking don't look up and fucking uh uh whatever that other one we just fucking said was like those are the Wait. three films that anybody watched what you didn't watch fucking belfast about fat irish people didn't you watch that one no Did you not watch king richard about king richard being nobody watched sad? that Nobody watched that. I'm sure they're, dude. I'm not saying they're bad films. All I'm saying is, like, I feel like in previous years, maybe like five years ago, even when a film would come up for an Academy Award, I also had seen people talk about that film at some point. Like, there had also been some conversation about it somewhere in the regular fucking movie watcher sphere, right? I don't see like film Twitter popping up about a bunch of shit until. Like, right when it happens, or I just see frames where someone's like, oh, bro, you got to see this film. Here's one frame from it. And then a bunch of people being like, I love your videos, bud. You keep posting them, man. We're take back the culture. Well, I think that everything going direct to streaming, because there's not, like, more movies now. It's not a matter of, like, well, there's so much out there. That's not the case. There's probably actually less than what we've we've gotten. But everything coming out through the same venue and you having to like sign on to that venue in order to see like a little clip art and be like, oh, that's a movie. And mm. then click that has made it so that there's no event surrounding many of these films, unless it is a big blockbuster like Spider-Man or something. So right. you just you're... don't get notified of it. You don't know what's happening and you're not watching it. So the audience for that has diminished probably 80 percent from even where it was before. Did you want to drive my car? No, I didn't watch that yet. Because I thought it was really brave of Asian people to make a movie about them driving. <laughs> Hans, you should have hosted the Oscars tonight. Well, they should have got Hans of the 1980s comedian. Fucking... That would have been great Man. for Billy Crystal to deliver. I love it. So... Yeah, no. Um, you have uh, Belfast Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Ali. That should not be... Power of the Dog and West Side Story are the 10 best picture. Have either of you seen Power of the Dog? That's probably going to be the best picture no. winner tonight. I haven't no. seen it. I, I like Benedict Cumberbatch, but I have not seen I've not seen it. No, I don't care. No, I, I watched some other. I think Jesse Plemons has like a 10 picture contract with Netflix. I watched one that they just put out recently called Windfall with you, him and oh, Jason oh, Power, Power of the Dog won best director. Best director. Yeah. You have like your own Jesse Plemons like what is the deal with that, Loris? Is it like a hate fetish or is it just like you have to follow this dude's career? No, I just I like the size and width of his face. That's (laughs) yeah, yeah. That's because every few weeks you'll post like Jesse Plemons is getting bigger. I was just I'm trying to just you know, I'm like weight watchers essentially. (laughs) I want to observe his mass, his critical mass. Uh, he's really a whiteboard. He's, Jesse Clements, plus 15. He's, he's in this movie. He actually looks slimmer than he has in the past. In Power of the Dog, uh, he, he looks like a fat tub. Of, it's very unflattering. He looks like uh, Sir Topham Hat. You want to look that up real quick, Hans? Sir Topham what Hat is it? from Top. Sir Topham Hat from, from Thomas the Shining Time uh, Station. Is it Thomas the Tank? <laughs> That's what he looks like in that movie, verbatim. <laughs> Sir Topham hat. But in Windfall, I mean, he's ugly, but he's just normal. Yep, that's Jesse Plemons. <laughs> I've seen I've seen a bunch of still, you know, my fucking Instagram is all like movie Instagram or whatever. I've seen, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that is dead on, dude. 
That is fucking dead on. Oh, hello, Thomas. <laughs> Hold on. There's one with him with a teacup oh, in shit. his hand. You just you missed the one. Stuck in the tunnel. One second. I yes. found it. You're gonna he's have with, to uh, push him out. <laughs> he's with, with his... Kirsten Dunst in the photo. With his girl. Yes, his Good wife. Good for him. Good for him. You know, if this was 1999, I would be like, you know what? Good for you. But hold on. Don't you think he's committing the same thing that a lot of guys who like, ma- there you go. There he is. Sir Tom Monopoly Man. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you think he's doing the same thing where it's like, oh, yeah, I married the hot art teacher, you know, from what, like, high school. Like, Remember the hot art teacher from 10 years ago? What, I like married Pat Noswalt? Hey, what I'm going to kill my wife and then marry the hot woman from 20 years ago. Is that what Patton what, did? No, what he married mean? a clone of his dead wife. That's what he did. Wasn't she hot in the 80s? I thought she was hot in the 80s. I don't think so. I think you got the wrong guy. I, no, I thought that was the reason why he married her was because she was like hot in the 80s. And then she started paying attention to him or whatever. And and Who? then he's like, well, no, I guess I'm... Patton just norm, married a normal looking woman. Who the fuck did he marry? Patton, Patton Oswalt? No, yes. he's married to Meredith Salinier. No, yeah, pull up, pull up now, the okay. woman, the woman that he was married to for fucking years is just a normal woman. She was like an awful. Yeah, and then right. and then he killed her. He killed her. <laughs> with Phil. And, no. and now he's and now he's married to no. this girl who was in eighties movies. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. didn't know. No, hey, is that her Pat, with Corey Feldman? Dude, Patton Oswalt's <laughs> wife like tracked down a notorious fucking yeah 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 the what is it the golden state the the killer or something yeah now he and then he killed his wife and now he's like oh i have a hot wife now see (laughs) because that's what he's look on his face that's what his old wife see that's what she used to look like and what is he but i mean he was with like his like fucking love of his life since he was like 20 or whatever she dies now yeah, and he's then... in the Hollywood sphere, so the only people he's gonna meet to date are gonna be those people. It's not like he's gonna meet a gym teacher, right? Well, I mean, it's not like he's getting into Hollywood now, right? No, the, but but he's getting into dating in Hollywood now, right? So he's a yeah, because he killed his wife. He didn't kill his wife. He's just a celebrity <laughs> now, and in the dating world, of course, right. he's gonna date a celebrity. And but she's only, not a celebrity. Only... She was a celebrity in the eighties. Why she was in Lake Placid? A, that was nineteen ninety nine. She's effectively a celebrity. Like she, he, she's going to probably have very similar social circles. It's like with Matt Damon, right? The Listen, woman that he's Pat Oswalt killed his wife allegedly, and then he married someone that not he saw even, in the Goonies. Not even allegedly. He was like, you know what? That that kid <laughs> in the Goonies was hot. You're the one alleged. He <laughs> killed his wife. There's nobody who thinks that. I, I think it's suspicious. I wouldn't be surprised if it was an accidental overdose he, you know, administered. It's like, her. hey, how about a second or third one? Who the hey. fuck gives their fucking Hey, 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 you know what, maybe? You want to take a last call? And he's shaking his pill box. Nobody even hey, does you that. Hey, do you want to take a short nap or a long <laughs> nap? <laughs> <laughs> Will Smith won an Oscar for King Richard. Hey, good for him. That- good for him. Maybe that'll make him stop being such a big chill out. <laughs> yeah. Um, Will, West Side Story woman won Best Supporting. What, is this going to be? An are they Oscars? saving the fan favorite Oscar for last? What is that? Who won that? Well, Was that it one Justice won, League? That, no, the the zombie movie won that. Wait, Zack Snyder's a two time yeah. Oscar. Oh, what a what an occasion! Justice League wins most cheerable moment. Army of the Dead won. Fan favorite. Uh, he yeah. wins. He won. Amazing. Yeah, Zack Snyder's Oscar <laughs> Couldn't winner. Couldn't be prouder. Yeah. 
So uh, now okay. Army of the Dead is going to be sold in, on Blu-ray cases with a little sticker Criterion collection, winner. baby. Criterion collection, <laughs> hell yeah! That's how this works. Every every after every Oscars, a week after they announce which ones get in the collection, that should be in. Hey, they got to deal with Netflix. It works out perfect. There's a fucking there's an Indonesian kid right now making the cover art for that Criterion that box. I commissioned. That I paid. <laughs> I can't wait. Oh, man. All right, so Studio 666. Do we have anything else really to say about this? You guys, Hans, I saw you gave this movie three stars. I think that was, look, this is more your speed than my speed. I think that's fair. Uh, I gave it a a loving star and a half. That's how I would put it. Because it was not a a bitter, fuck this movie, star and a half, like some movies I've watched. But I was like, wow, that was, you know, I was expecting half a star there, but that was a star and a half. Uh, I mean... I laughed way more than I thought I would. That was the first thing that caught me by surprise. And also, it felt like those 80s movies that I liked, where it's just like very self-aware of what where they're in, the type of movie that they're in. So the performances are just very over the top. And even though it's it's just like a evil house movie, you know, there's not really that much to it or it doesn't do anything new or whatever. But the comedy really worked for me. Uh, and I, I really enjoyed some of the gore too. So, yeah, it's a three star. And uh, I really wanted to hate this, but I, I didn't. <laughs> I was, I was, I was laughing, and I was like, "God damn it, they fucking got me!" All right. And yeah, I was a big Foo Fighters fan when I was younger, so mm-hmm. maybe that helped. But um, yeah, I my it. thing is, so the Foo Fighters, they were good with like their music videos, right? Foo Fighters, they have very interesting, funny music videos. Uh, they're funny dudes. That's fine. Uh, there's no, not a single like interesting shot, right? It's not like it's not a fucking uh, Dario Argento film, right? It's not a Dario Argento fucking. It's not color splashed all over the place. There's some cool stuff that they did, filling the light bulb with blood. Uh, all the kills I thought were fine, but like, it's just. It, yeah, I mean, three stars is like fine or whatever. It's just like it's fine. Yeah. It's just like fine. I'm probably not going to tell anybody, hey, you should go check it out. But if somebody was like, I watched this film, I would be like, yeah, I like that. That was, that was good. Well, yeah, I, I think its biggest strength is that it kind of, I mean, even though it's consciously aping aspects of the 1980s and they do play it tongue in cheek, it does feel like one of those silly band movies of the 70s or 80s. Even though they're not going for that, they're going for something different i don't know i i i I like that it's not too hung up on nostalgia even if it embraces nostalgia and utilizes it for its film um and it's just it's a soft silly horror piece of entertainment and it didn't strive for anything too much greater than that it impressed me with with some of the gore death scenes as i stated before um where they could have just relied heavily on on you know cg there's some bad CG blood, but, uh, yeah. you know, they did use practical effects for, uh, you know, the, the scene where the guy's decapitated and uh, being split in half while he's having sex. I, I enjoyed all that. So. Um, oh, yeah, that was good. That, yeah. that actually looked really good. Yeah. Who would you have cast in this movie instead of Whitney Cummings? If you're going to go with a female comedian. Oh, if it has to be a female comedian, that's fine. Whitney Cummings is fine. Yeah. If, I, if if it's if it's just that like I can Hot get any favorite, woman yeah. to be the hot woman, 
because like she didn't do anything but just be the hot woman, the kind of hot woman or whatever. Like, I, how about I would, Brett Butler? He's a man. No, what? How dare you, Terry? What do you mean, <laughs> Brett Butler? Can we? Yeah, do, you want to look up the star of Grace not... Under Fire? <laughs> you know who Brett Butler is? You're thinking, on, of, you're thinking of Rhett Butler, Gone with the Wind, f- fictional character. Oh, Brett Butler. Okay, you know her. All right. I mean, her. It can. It could just be. It could literally just be any woman that like character isn't really a thing, right? So it could just be like any woman. So it could have been Brett know. Butler, is what you. It could have been Brett Butler, yeah, or it could have been uh, Julie White, who was also, who was also on Grace Under Fire. Or it could have been really any of the Grace Under Fire female cast. Caitlin Cullum. Uh, she, I, well, damn, what up, Caitlin Cullum? Grace Under Fire. <laughs> what is that? It could be the entire. It could be anybody <laughs> from fuck. It's, it's it's the TV show it's that a... Brett Butler was on. It could be Grace any Kelly. Hold on, Grace Kelly's a Grace Kelly. Grace Kelly's a tough woman with kids to raise. A recently divorced, <laughs> recovering alcoholic. Grace struggles with the pressures of being a single mother supporting three children. Yeah. Grace doesn't always handle these situations with well. Grace. Grace. Oh, <laughs> mm. oh nineteen ninety. I've never seen this show. I don't think yeah, I've ever dude. heard of it. It's like God, a, it's like damn. Murphy Brown. Remember Murphy Brown? Oh hell yeah! What's her name? Get her in there. <laughs> she would be perfect. Um, yeah, Studio Six 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 wasn't so bad. Candace I'll tell Bergen. you what. I'll t- yes, Candace Bergen. That's right. They brought back. I remember they would try and mirror the success of the Roseanne reboot. They were like, "All right, now's the time for Murphy Brown," and that Let's was CBS's version of that, and it didn't work out at all. Just, I think they had Hillary Clinton on for an episode too. It was like we're gonna be the liberal Roseanne. Where's well, because Candace Bergen looks exactly like fucking Hillary yeah, Clinton. Clinton. They look the same. Well, any any closing words on Studio Six 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 before we just abandon that as a subject entirely for this show? Eh. Um, Would you see a, a, a studio? Six six seven. Six six seven. The next no, I'd like to see the prequel. I'd like to see studios one through six six five before I really make my opinion on studio six six six. You have Taylor Hawkins dying before six six seven? Well, you'd have to go with it. Here's how it would work. It would be a different band and it would be a direct to DVD feature. Uh. Right. So you would have to get a lesser band than Foo Fighters for that. Oh, 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 I like, no, this was my note. This is my note. And it's true. So in order, whenever they were like, oh, we got to make fucking good music, the Foo Fighters became a doom metal band and basically just started playing like Sleep and like uh, fucking the Meat, album. Eater, Meat Eater I'll riffs. Send you, I'll send you the album later, yeah. Jerry. Good. <laughs> like, yeah. What the fuck is no, that? Yeah, it sounds like. That's yeah. perfect. So, like, if there's any aspiring musicians out there, just play doom metal, bro. It's better, right? Don't worry about uh, don't worry about making anything else. Just make doom metal. Take some acid or something. It'll be fine. That's what this movie's about, right? It's like take acid and do doom metal. It's like a theme. Do doom metal. Do doom metal. Doom. Four Oscars for Dune. Oh, that's nice. That's this cute. is kind of just a, an Oscar reaction. Don't I they just put get this that? out right now. I feel now. like, yeah, just put it out right now. No, don't they just get that, like, for free? 
those Oscar awards because I like nobody saw anything else but that. Well, right? Is that, is that the only? I think this is the only blockbuster too, right? The only one with like effects or that thing because he won visual effects, score, sound, cinematography, editing, production design. I guess that's more than four. I just realized I shared a Daily Wire meme to you guys. I didn't even look at the text. I was just trying to get a clear look at whether or not Will Smith hit Chris Rock. He's trying to watch entertainment slap woke agenda. It's got it's got like a fuck Jerry at at label. Oh god, that's good. That's good. (laughs) That's good. Me and my fucking mainstream need to watch television means that I just get mainstream politics, man. Bro, bro. We get it, Loris. You want to get into Ben Shapiro's podcast? We understand. But... <laughs> well, listen, I forget. Wow, well, we were talking about Spiral before, and I watched that Hyperion's movie, and uh, it was a movie. But what's that? It's a superhero it series. Series. We talked about it. We, we talked about it. Is yeah, we talked about this on Civic. But yeah. what I wanted to say was, the guy who produces those movies also had a company with the guy who did Hatchet. That's all I really wanted to okay. at an earlier point. A film okay. company. And also the dude who played, what's his name, J.D. in Grandma's Boy. Nice. Oh, okay. All right. They got rules. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you'd like it if you had robot ears. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. What's the line? Uh, Go ahead. Uh, do your J.D. from Grandma's Boy Impression. Yeah, do your J.D. <laughs> goodbye motherfuckers or whatever what is it what's the line uh uh something like that i don't know i'm sick we should do a full show of just grandma's boy i I own grandma's boy i love that that movie's good dude that's the best happy madison movie of that decade Oh, for sure. Ooh. I mean, there's not many good ones, right? In in the 2000s, from like 2001 to like now. You get Chuck and Larry. You get Anger Management. You okay, get, Anger Management, good. Uh, Mr. Deeds. Okay, Mr. Deeds, good. Okay. I mean, those are good. What, what do we got? Are they as, not as good as Grandma's Boy. Is that before? Let's see. Happy Madison. Oh. 2000. Why did you say 10? Uh, grown ups, just no, go no, with no, it. No, no, no. no like 2000. 2000. Oh, 2000. Uh, Lil Nicky, Joe Dirt, The Animal, Mr. Deeds, Master of Disguise, Eight Crazy Nights, The Hot Chick, Anger Management, Dicky Roberts. That's like in order. That's uh, like a 50- bunch of stuff. Hans loves all of those fucking Rob Schneider films. <laughs> Are you just looking animal. at your DVD collection right now, Hans? <laughs> I mean, the hot chick was pretty funny. Uh, the longest yard, Deuce Bigelow, European Bigelow, Grandma's Boy is right there in the middle. Before the bench warmers, and you have Click. Hold on, is the bench warmers the fall off point? Is that? I mean, look, there's a fall off mm-hmm. point that occurs probably in the '90s, but is that the real one? Probably, because after that you have Click, you have Rain Over Me, which was a serious. Oh, he movie, produced right? that through Happy Man. A lot of people liked Click. A lot of people admitted to crying at the end of Click. Well, Click made $237 million. In the That's a office, big old so. success. So, Jesus, all right, no, it yeah. ain't bench warmers then. That's not the Jesus. end. Jesus. Uh, Chuck and Larry made $186 million. Good hell, dude. <laughs> Fucking hell. Then after I, that, you have a... I would a pay ju- somebody 30 bucks if they can remember a line from that fucking I love you, Chuck and Larry, or I now pronounce you Chuck <laughs> and Larry, without uh, looking up a single moment. I'll give you one. 
I, I believe Kevin James says, I do. <laughs> God damn it, you got me. Yeah, son of a bitch. I think the worst one is the one that's after that. It's Strange Wilderness. Do you guys remember that? No, yeah, I have yeah. no idea. No, what no, Strange, Strange Wilderness isn't terrible, but it's 100% it's funny. B characters. It oh, yeah, right? it it's died. Like all, yeah. All they made seven million. Extras in their thing, like Justin mm-hmm. Long, I think, is yeah. in it. A fucking... It's like you you wouldn't cast Jonah a Hill? main character. Yeah, Jonah Hill. There are no main characters in that fucking film. At least not uh, from that particular era. Then you have the Zohan after that one, which also made 200 yeah, million. Yeah, that was a success, too. House Bunny, 70 million. Yeah, let's go. Stories, House Bunny, I love that film. 200 million bedtime stories? Yeah, I was not expecting that. Was big. And then you got Paul Blart. That was another huge one. Funny mm-hmm. people after that. Uh, grown ups and other achievements. Dude, yeah. I don't think we're gonna like look. There's at no the fall off point. No fall off. No. Look, looking at the the like <laughs> money that it made isn't really like a testament to like quality, right? Because no, this, not quality, but uh, that's debatable. You know, because if you own. want quality, you have five of these movies, maybe, right? Right. That's generous, but yeah. Uh, you have Zookeeper after that. Oh, uh, Shot that's in another. Quincy, Massachusetts, Zookeeper. Bucky mm-hmm. Larson? Did you guys watch Bucky Larson? No. Yeah, I, I, I saw Bucky I Larson. <laughs> uh, Jack and Jill was after that, and then That's My Boy. Jack and Jill made $150 million, by the way. My God, dude. <laughs> okay, uh, here comes the boom. That made also $7 shot million. at my high school in Quincy, Mad- Kevin James loved going to Quincy, Massachusetts. This is his favorite place to film. Yeah. <laughs> You got Grown Ups too, two hundred and fifty million. Blended, I don't even know what Blended is, but it made one hundred and twenty-six million. Uh, Mall Cop two, hundred million. Uh, Mall Cop, and, and then Pixels. Here comes Pixels. the boom. Shot in Quincy, Massachusetts. Also, Grown Ups one or two, and I think uh, Kenny was an extra or or did security detail or some shit for one of those movies. Oh wow! And and now it's just Netflix stuff, so they just don't they don't list the money but um yeah the last movie they produced that was in a netflix movie was pixels with an 88 million budget and it made 244 million so there's no no drop off when it comes to success with this i remember pixels being a is uh, being a bomb financially what was the budget 288 yeah so it was a bomb ratings wise i think i think everyone was just like this is a piece of shit but it still made a lot of money because pac-man right because video game right yeah, um, kids. I remember my eldest son really liked it. Yeah, I'm looking at Metacritic for it's on on Wikipedia too. It's like every one of their movies, and the highest is Rain Over Me with a 61. percent Everything <laughs> Whoa, else that's that's passing. That is that is, is like the minimum you could get aside from 60 uh, yep. to get a fresh score. It, it's it's the only Rotten Tomatoes over 60. Uh, the all the Oh, no. Yeah. The one that's after it's uh, Hubie Halloween with 51. See, that's that's coasting on the generosity <laughs> and people's fondness for uncut gems. People are like, oh, yeah, right. Adam Sandler's funny. And then they were right. very kind with Hubie Halloween, even though it's below the quality of any of the yeah. films you listed off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so uh, it's a good money making machine, this production company. Maybe not great at making movies, but. It's got some classics there, right? I don't know if they hold up, though. That, that was something that I wanted to mention on, on our Foo Fighters episode, that I, I was also really... You mean this just, episode? Yeah. 
I was also really into Tenacious D when that movie came out, and I was like, this movie's hilarious. Also movie's features so funny. Dave Grohl as Satan yeah. at the end of yeah. the movie. A lot of makeup for him to make him look like no Dave Grohl, but... Uh, he looks like Tim Curry in, in Legend. Yeah. But that one I enjoyed a lot, so maybe my opinion on Studio 666 is not that, that great. Maybe for now. I don't know if it's going to hold up in like well, five t- years. Well, hold on. Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny, I don't feel like... I mean, granted, I the last time I watched that was when I was like 14 or something. Yeah. Uh, but I don't remember that being... I mean, look, Jack Black's comedy or whatever is always a, is ha- like 30 to 60% cringe, depending on where you're watching it, yeah. right? But I don't think that was that bad Mm-mm. right Mm-mm. no no but i don't know if if i would enjoy it as much as i did when it first came out you know i feel like his oh, stick right. is kind of like when did that come out 2000 but should you should you be a man in your late 30s and like but, jack no, I, I, know, I know what he's saying i know what he's saying like it, it, you, <laughs> the first time you'll watch something like that right mm, especially yeah. if you're not like uh maybe kind of over somebody's shtick it's like, aha, that was good, and you might have like high praises for it. But then a couple of years later, you you know that if you go back to it, you're just you're gonna change your opinion. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I know if Jack that. Black. I don't know if Jack Black doing is gonna right. work is, as well. Is, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I, I would have told you probably fucking twenty years ago. Yeah, School of Rock, great yeah. film. You yeah, know? I'm not gonna go back and watch it now to to <laughs> to be like, oh yeah, I hate ACDC. Yeah, I bet you know I'll bet you that movie is much more. I mean, look, this isn't even saying anything. Much more watchable than Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny, just because you have Linklater directing and Mike White writing. That's probably maybe. I bet you that's not that bad. Going, back. you know, we, we talk about the okay. Tenacious D movie, but Dave Grohl is also in that movie, and he plays the devil. Yeah, yeah I said, said that, that five minutes ago, Jerry. <laughs> what did you step out of this? This this episode for a few? Hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. You said that we've been talking about this for five minutes. That's right. That's how we got to this Bro. subject. I'm fairly certain. I don't know. Bro, okay. I, I don't know. I'm time slippage. I don't know. Something's affecting my short term memory. I haven't been able to figure out what it is. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> I wonder. I hope you find out one day. What uh, do you What do you guys have as as the fun at out. the time anyway? The funniest comedy of the aughts. Oh fuck, <laughs> dude. Okay, uh... Uh... Because at the time going through that, that I remember being in high school and being like. You, we get fucking three great comedies a year. Yeah, there are a lot of pretty funny films. There are a lot of movies that I thought were really funny when I saw them. Like I thought right. Waiting was funny as shit when I saw Waiting. Yeah. Waiting, whoa, that's a that's a callback to a forgotten Tropic Thunder. Uh, well, Tropic uh, Thunder. I mean, that's a movie I still think is really fucking good. Yeah, Role um, Models was good. Euro Trip yeah. was funny. Probably not that funny anymore. Yeah, that's, Euro Trip you can't uh, go back to. Euro Trip you can never go back to, dude. <laughs> never go back. Never go back to Euro Trip or like American Pie. Just accept uh, those films when you saw them, please. Yeah. Right. The raunchy comedies do not age as well. They as... they don't. They fucking don't. There are actually times when I'm like, who the fuck even? Who the fuck even? Like. Because there's like a writing table, right? So like there's yeah. like eight motherfuckers that a joke has to get through before before it gets fucking stamped for approval. And you get a couple of minutes in a fucking something like American Pie, and you're like, somebody was asleep and they skipped that motherfucker, and he was the <laughs> only guy that would ever say no. Um, how high was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tried to bring uh, this up earlier that fucking. 
Snoop Dogg and Wiz Khalifa also have a movie together. It's like bands, but it's like music celebrities that have a film mm-hmm. about them, right? Yeah. And it's uh, sorry, sorry. and it's fucking forty-eight-year-old Snoop Dogg and like twenty-nine-year-old Wiz Khalifa playing actual high schoolers, and like all the high school girls they're like fucking are like also you know in their twenties or like eighteen and they're hot. And at one point they roll this big ass blunt put it in this girl's asshole and she she smokes it with her asshole and then farts out brown pot smoke. What? I swear to God it's a scene of that fucking film, dude. I swear to God. It's uh, I, called like Mac and Mac and Mac and, and me. That's right. Mac and someone go to high school. Mac and so, Mac. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I've seen that on like Tubi or something. Uh, Mac I've and Devin. It it's all yeah. on Tubi. Mac and Devin go to high school. Tubi's great for black comedies that you've never heard of. Right. Uh, you'll find them there. I think Stephen Chow had a pretty good run of like maybe three, four movies in the, in the 90, late 90s, early 2000s with uh, Kung Fu Hustle, Shaolin Sucker. That was uh-huh. one of my forming comedy movies. Uh, I don't know. Um, the, the three Edgar Wright trilogy that was pretty good let's go anything i could write made is was was great in that fucking period uh hot rod is one of my favorite comedies in general still hot rod is good i still i still think that fucking hot rod is good it's funny uh napoleon Um, dynamite was a film i didn't so much or i kind of liked when it came out didn't so much like as more people got into it now like 20 years removed i actually find that shit hilarious oh i'm in the same exact boat jerry i I I thought for whatever reason i got recommended like a behind the scenes documentary on them shooting napoleon dynamite at the high school i was Mm -hmm. like oh yeah this was like a big moment in 2004 or so where everybody was sucking napoleon dynamite i remember we had like a night at middle school where it was just like we're playing napoleon dynamite you can go Right. Oh, all right. Uh, it, but then people forget about that because I feel like Superbad swept at, like its legs out for, from beneath in terms of being like a pop culture phenomenon right. about high school. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Napoleon Dynamite probably aged much better. I haven't rewatched oh, yeah. it, but I've seen clips. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's actually really funny. No, they had it on at the barbershop. Uh, not the last time I went, but the time before. And so I only saw like the middle 30 minutes. And it got to that particular scene whenever, what's his name, Pedro goes up to the dude's uncle. And he just throws a football, and he's like, I could probably throw it over the mountain. I fucking, you see that mountain over there? Yeah, I could probably throw the football over it. I actually started laughing in the barbershop. Like, that's a funny fucking line. Obviously, you can't do that. Like, it's real fucking good. Uh, but, like, that that's sort of the thing that I think happened with a lot of those comedies. You talk super bad. I remember really liking those movies, and then getting to a point when I really hated them, because everybody else like like them referencing them constantly yeah. yeah and it was fucking annoying so i well, just when people off. when people turn their personality into this movie i like it's a very like a it's real turn off mother motherfucker uh, you ever fucking just been like i like the crow and had a dude just been like oh you don't fucking know the crow bro you don't know the fucking crow brandon <laughs> no. fucking life dude <laughs> no. oh, how bro. how old are you jerry no <laughs> <laughs> no everyone that would do it is like 50 now <laughs> it's like that's no um jared hess though i and i wanted to ask you guys what your favorite jack black movie is because mine is natural libre i i, I still i still yeah, think that that, his, that's really funny follow-up. you know i i looked into jared hess recently and he was attached to do a nicktoons 
all-star movie or something oh. where I think the villain was going to be someone in corporate. It was going to be Ren and Stimpy and Rocco and Tommy Pickles. And they, he was hired to do that. And it, for some reason, it got delayed or didn't happen. I mean, if it was his type of humor, I, I'm, I'm down. You know, very, like, indie, uh, low-key type of weird humor. That would be interesting with those characters that are so not that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I don't think it would he, be that. I think, I, I mean, he did what? School for Scoundrels right after Nacho Libre, and then he No, General Broncos. General Broncos? Gentleman the movie Broncos. about, with a guy from, uh, what's that New Zealand series? Uh, Flight of the Concords? A Jermaine... Jermaine... Yeah, Clements. That is it. Yeah, Jermaine Clement. 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 Yeah. About the the little boy that wrote a book that was like um, uh, the big writer stole his idea or something, and it's about mm-hmm. like that with his weird um, uh, cutouts to weird shit in the desert. Um, well, he's he, he's like an interesting, um, not as successful as. Um, I would put him in the same category as uh, fuck. Why am I so bad with names? A French dispatch guy. When it comes to like French having your dispatch. own, yeah, you know, uh, um, Wes Anderson. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When it comes to like having your own style and like that's okay. you know exactly whose movie this is when you when yeah. you, and it's like indie, like weird. Uh, mm-hmm. He has that type of style. It, it looks like he hasn't been doing a lot of Look, movie stuff lately, but uh, I. I obviously like Wes Anderson, but I got to say, Wes Anderson doesn't really have, like, his own style. He just be copying French motherfuckers, dude. Right. I got into oh. French films fucking recently, and I'm just like, oh, okay, this is where Wes Anderson gets all of his fucking ideas from. Okay. Okay, well, for people that aren't gay, Wes Anderson <laughs> yeah, is like yeah, yeah. yeah, no, originally I was going to say, listen, it's going to make me sound like a film fag, but I know, I know this motherfucker gets all of his ideas. Listen, if you watch Fellini... Uh, the way that they <laughs> communicate with each other is very Wes Anderson. Shut up, Jerry. <laughs> Fuck you. No, dude, French, French films are actually wild as shit. Like, I just want to. Fellini's Italian, too, right? So yeah. You're going yeah, 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 yeah. to oh, think of God. any French. No, I, watched this, I watched this movie fucking like two weeks ago. I don't even remember what the fuck it was called, but it's basically this dude's like strung the fuck out, and he all he wants to do is just not get high. And he's going to like the store, and that's the whole fucking film. Is this guy's gonna go to the store? He's gonna walk down like Skid Row in this fucking French town that he lives, and people are like, "Hey, dude, come over here real quick." And he goes to this room, and all these people are fucking. And this girl's like, "Here, put some coke on your dick, and I'll snort it." And he's like, "I don't know if I should. I'm a bit of an alcoholic." And then she's like, "No, don't worry, it's fine." And then like puts some coke on his dick and snorts it, and then like fucks her. And then he's like, "What?" He's it, dude. It takes place all in one alley. There's like a thirty minute fucking one shot, and so like nineteen seventy four, and it's just a dude walking around doing fucking drugs. It's great. It's fucking great. And the subtitles are like all bad, so whenever there's like, probably she said, "Would you like to go make love, you sweet man?" The subtitles are like, "You want to fuck now, my sex <laughs> pussy." And he's like, yeah, I want my dick pussy your fuck now. And I'm just like, this movie's so good, dude. Some guy gets shot for no reason. It's like not part of the plot. He sees the guy get shot and there's fucking blood everywhere. I'm clapping. Well, on that note, on the on the note of uh, uh, movies, Coda has just won Best Picture. How's about that for all the naysaying? 
that came about. We all know what film. that is. We all know that film, dude. It was just so good. That film about uh, oh, this. People doing this. Yeah. All right. Oh, Jerry, that's sweet. That's I love you, right? (laughs) Yeah, I'm just looking at stills. (laughs) I'm trying to fucking discern. Okay, so it's about. Yeah. What's the movie about? Deaf people. It's just deaf people. Deaf people just doing very normal things, but because they're deaf, it's like, (laughs) it's like, oh my god, look at how brave they are because they're deaf. Yes. Yes. Great. this is that's actually a great point. Oftentimes, films are like, dude, fucking, this person had their arm cut off, and look at them still doing like stuff. And I'm fucking, just like, they're yeah. making their bed. Can you believe that shit? It's like, yeah. yeah. Like I go, <laughs> I go to the store. I see people with Down syndromes that like that like run forklifts and shit. I'm like, yeah, I know motherfuckers just like get jobs, right? The next, the next movie that's about like two black lesbians that ride motorcycles, and that's like the whole thing. I'm like, yes, I know them. They live down the road from me. This is wow, amazing. <laughs> so when, so you know, you're walking into Jerry's neighborhood when you see a lot of fucked up buildings. guys with Down syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that door going nowhere on the second floor? It's like, listen, we're very inclusive. We're very inclusive here. There's just a man fucking bleeding from the side. He's got a rectangle-shaped fucking wound. It's from the fork of the forklift. What happened? A guy hit me and went by just went, yeah, and took off. Is that a bathtub on your front lawn? Yeah, listen, he's he's very creative. Uh, We had a very creative architect. Please don't tell him no. Well, you know what? I think we're about to hit the 90-minute mark, so this is going to be a cap on the program tonight. Uh, how about that? Studio 666, we got some French film recommendations from Jerry. Truly a night of cinema. Coda wins Best Picture. It has been truly a glass-ceiling-breaking evening, wouldn't you guys say? Say truly a few more times, motherfucker. Truly. It's been tr- truly. It's been true. Yeah, I'm. You know what? We finally, we finally shattered that glass ceiling. But I know we haven't yet shattered that bigger glass ceiling above all of us. Uh, hashtag vote Hillary to circa 2015. That's a real thing she said. That's a what? real thing. We broke the glass ceiling, but we haven't yet broke the glass ceiling above us. The other one, like, okay, yeah, you're at the, the tippy top one. of the mountain, but only halfway up. Okay. Uh, we, were, yeah. we started the show with Hillary Clinton fucking quotes. I wanted to end it with Hillary Clinton quotes. What the fuck? I'm just a that was not on mic, Jerry. Are. That was when oh. Hans was taking a shit. <laughs> I completely forgot. I completely Cleaning forgot. the grease off his head. I completely uh, forgot. Okay, well, Hillary Clinton in 2015 did acknowledge that we live underneath a glass dome and the earth, the earth is flat. Go, go back and look through a campaign run. That's terrific. I think that's a great message to take away at the end of this show. Hans... Uh, do you have any final thoughts on on uh, on the evening? Yeah, uh, Team America was a pretty good comedy from the early two thousands. That was good. That um, was that was okay. We we left that subject a long time ago. You didn't even get <laughs> yeah, to the was... Judd Apatow films. You said, "Oh, all these classic, you know, knocked up 40 We're not even going to get touch that. 
Yeah. Not How about School movie? for Scoundrels? How about Nacho Libre? Oh. I liked when we were talking about Jack Black. Let's do a Jack Black episode. Oh, yeah. Well, nobody nobody gave their favorite Jack Blacks except for you, Han. So I'll oh, give yeah. mine real quick. I'll Wait, save should, we do, should, oh, should we just save it for a Jack Black episode? Or no, I want, want to do it now. No, I want to do it now because I want Loris to make the, 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 cold, the cold cut intro to be us saying our favorite Jack Black film. Mine is, okay. mine is uh, uh, well, I like Airborne, right? The roller skating film that he was in. He plays the best friend in that. And I also liked uh, uh, there's a roller skating film from like 1993. Uh, and I also liked um, fuck. That's Who? not even five Jack Black though. Uh, 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 cable Guy. Cable Guy is one. I like Cable Guy. Yeah, Cable Guy is good. Uh, cable it. Guy, underrated film, at least at the Hell time. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell maybe yeah. I... maybe best Jim Carrey perform. Maybe it's Jim a very better. good one. Truman Show. Yeah, if you're not, if you're counting strictly, well, I mean, one could make the argument Cable Guy's not strictly comedic, but if you're going with a comedy performance, I think that's pretty up there. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I kind of want to watch Airborne now. Yo, Airborne's, Airborne's good as shit. <laughs> Fuck Johnny Tsunami. Airborne's good as shit, dude. Should we do this for Civic TV? Actually, you guys ever want to watch a good fucking like rad ass '80s fucking sports movie or whatever? Watch *Gleaming the Cube* with fucking Christian Slater, or uh, all the stunts oh, are done by like Rodney Mullen and Tony Hawk and shit, like actual fucking good skaters. Nice. And it's like his adopted Korean brother gets fucking killed by the Korean mafia. He gets hung, and fucking Christian Slater's like, "My brother would never hang himself. I have to skate to fucking find the truth." And he fucking skateboards against fucking badass fighting ninjas and shit they fucking skitch on the back of a car on the fucking freeway it's so good dude that movie's oh, rad man. as fuck bro he's got a uh, very justin chatwin dragon ball evolution yeah right? yeah dude i'm telling he looks you so, like jtt so so many films That's and everywhere. fucking actors like rip like so much shit from this there's fucking airborne fucking ripped this off fucking johnny tsunami fucking brink all those movies fucking ripped off all these concepts dude oh fuck don't even get me started on gleaming the cube bro yo what up jtt oh he looks like shit now <laughs> yeah. he looks oh like my guy what the fuck dude what the he fuck looks, well look at the other brother too you Jesus. know you know how many young, like, when I was uh, also a young kid, how many other fucking girls would it, like, hold my hand or, like, take an apple from me because I didn't look like JTT and now that motherfucker looks like shit? Did you say take an apple from me? <laughs> yeah, when I was, like, in fourth grade, right? I'm hitting on a girl. She's like, you don't look like... You don't look like JTT or 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 who's or, uh, I like I like the idea that that's how young Jerry would <laughs> ask a girl out on a date is yeah, present an yeah. apple like, to her. I got fucking apple from you. <laughs> I got apple from fucking lunch today. Very perfect story, I, I, I got free fucking lunch pass number, girl. What up? Hey, I just got my polio vaccine. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sit boy girl, boy girl. Well, today I'm sitting next to you. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and then they'd be like, "You don't look like Joseph Gordon-Levitt from Third Rock from the Sun. Get out of here!" Fuck. You don't look like the Hanson boys. Oh, God. Yo, what up, JTT? His tits are bigger than Hans. <laughs> Is, Is he blind? Man? He's sucking a jewel. He's got yeah. a fucking blind walk. You know, stick. he's kind of got like a Tim Allen look in his face. There. Ooh, oh, it's a dog. It's a little poodle. 
little poodle. Well, I'm sure he's very happy. <laughs> was his Tim? He Alex looks very fucking... small, don't he? He didn't grow at all from the nineties. No. Dog, he. I mean, even he had a short guy fucking shit, right? He like was full size in fucking two thousand and two. Who was that kid that was in fucking, uh, you know, this is completely unrelated. So I was just thinking about Tim Allen movies I like. Jungle the Jungle. That kid, I don't think he was famous at the time. He was just one of those random, he could be a star right. young guys that they threw in that movie. Like the the kid who starred in The Indian in the Cupboard. Oh, okay. Another, on another yeah. note. Not famous, but yeah. looks like he could be famous. Or him. like a Treyu, right? Where it's mm. like, oh yeah, that's probably an actual kid, but like it's not. Right. We should watch The Indian in the Cover for Civic TV. That's what I think. I think we have to have a family movie night, and we should bring a family on as a guest. Yo, true story. A fucking good-ass uh, thrift store fucking find I found was a mint-conditioned fucking Indian in the cupboard with a little Indian with still the on Indian it. Indian inside, yeah. Yep, I sold that shit 80 bucks. I bought it for $3. Nice. Let's go. Well, I bought a bunch of shit, but it came out for $3. I remember I hated that movie, but I loved that case. I would open that case up and play with the little Indian toy inside. Yeah. But what a boring ass movie. What a fucking stupid film, dude. Fuck yeah. All right. Well, that's been movies for this week. Thank you. Well, hold on. We didn't do any of this. Patreon.com slash surfshark.deals slash low res. I don't know, low res. I don't like these sick of you guys messing up. And, you know, plugs. That's you know, who did it better, Bill Burr. Oh yeah, someone, someone thought. <laughs> yeah, someone someone thought it was a you know it was an ongoing stick, but no, I just I don't remember that we we're just bad at plugging. Sponsors, shit. Yeah. just like, hey, remember the last minute? Yeah, what was like that, that old running, one you had like for that your running joke? I have of doing heroin every night and going to sleep. It's yeah. fucking like a <laughs> just like Brad Renfro did. Another boy from the nineties, gone too soon. Uh, anyway, that is movies for this week. Thank you for listening.